Shop Top Podcast. Shop Top Podcast. Shop Topics Podcast. This is Luck the Barber. And I'm Shark Dog is in the building. Today we have my friend Star Child. He's a friend of mine, aka Starter Sergeant. He's from Staten Island, New York, by the way of Baltimore. He's here for his interview to answer back to the diss track of King Just. Indeed. Salute, salute, salute. He's also Mike Singleton on Facebook at Starship Enterprise on Instagram. This is who we interviewing today. Introduce yourself to the people. Star the Sergeant. Yo, peace and love, y'all. Um, first of all, thanks for having me on the joint, man. Making me feel all important and all that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's, yeah, it's all love, man. I mean, can I just give y'all a brief, like, uh, you know, brief uh, introduction as to who I am? Is that cool? Absolutely. This is your platform no to doubt. speak. No, no doubt. Well, Starter Sergeant is a regular everyday guy right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a father. You know what I'm saying? I'm a hardworking man. And, um, and I just so happen to be an MC. You know what I'm saying? So... Um, I, I started doing music for as long as I can remember, 80s, somewhere around there. My brother used to spit and he got me into writing rhyme all day, man, all day. I, you know, I can't do no interviews without, I can't do nothing without mentioning my brother, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, so, you know, he started, he's... I mean, you mentioned RZB as one that inspired you to become a rapper. But I mean, as far as growing up, some of the rappers that were out, give us some of the rappers that you used to listen to growing up. Oh, um, definitely uh, EPMD, G-Rap, Rakim, um, Heavy D back in the days, um, Fat Boys, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it was just... It was just, it depends on what era. Like, if you're talking about the 80s, you know what I mean? It was definitely Kane, Rakim, Fat Boys, um, Run DMC, LL. You know what I'm saying? I used to put on my hat and grab a comb and, and spit. I need a radio in the mirror thinking I was LL. You know what I'm saying? Like, who didn't do that in the 80s? LL? Come on, man. LL was like God, man. Yeah, shout you know out saying? to Farmers well, Boulevard. That's in Queens, New York. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, let, oh, so we clear, too. You know, somebody has said I was born in Philadelphia, born and raised, man. I'm from the 40th side of Queensbridge, man. You know what I'm saying? That's where I was born. Boy. Oh, you get, was get born in Queensbridge? Right, I'm from the 40th side of Queensbridge, man. That's where I was born, man. Let's be clear. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Shout okay. To, Shout out to I, Queensbridge. You know, Queensbridge just celebrated a year. Nobody getting shot. Absolutely, yo. That and that was the jungle. I was running around there in '83 with my grandmoms. You know, the, the gangs was rampant. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I was out there with my pops. My pops was in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Doing what 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 people do in the street. You know what I mean? And um. You know, I remember like people getting bust over the head with bottles and cops walking right by us like nothing even happened. You know what I mean? Not even trying to help the dude. And this dude, 85 years old, his head bust wide open and the cops won't even get out their car to help him call an ambulance or nothing. You know what I'm saying? So when I was in Queens, I was in the gutter. When I was in Brook, um, sorry, Philly, I was in the gutter. Staten Island in the gutter. I've been in the hood my whole life. You know what I'm saying? But it taught me how to be a warrior, how to be a soldier and, you know what I mean, and survive today. 
You know what I mean? But but back to the original question, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, RZ, you know what I mean? RZ used to rhyme and uh and beatbox. And a lot of people don't know, he was one of the dudes that used to be around um Method Man, Ugar, and he actually introduced Method Man to some of the current members of Wu Tang Clan, like Capadonna. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, the story that I've heard that he told me is that, you know, they was they was, you know, kind of going at it because Meth had moved to Staten Island from Long Island. You know what I'm saying? And RZ kind of like, you know, kept the peace between them. Like, nah, this is my man. You niggas can't jump him. You know what I mean? He cool. You know what I'm saying? And then later on, they got, you know, closer and they, you know, they created the Wu-Tang Clan and stuff like that. So, power, power. So, my my brother, Big RZ, Pretty, pretty Ricky Fontaine is really an OG, you know what I mean? His name should be mentioned a little bit more than it has, and people recognize him and salute him if he comes to the shows, you know what I'm saying? But ours has been around for a minute, so I salute him for that. Yup, that's you know the reason saying? for this podcast. Word, this podcast is so people can hear you and, and they can hear the story. Yeah. We know the story, so they need to Yeah, hear. yeah, 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 yeah. And, and let's be clear, like, you know, that's, that's my blood brother, and I don't want y'all to think, like, I would say this, you know, because... You know, be just because he's my brother, like I pay homage to the people that put me in the situation. Like, you know, I, I my lyrical skills are because I watched Capadonna early on before Meth and Deck and all that. I watched Capadonna. Then I watched Meth and Deck and Ray and, and Ghost and Ugar and Cyphers. And I'm talking about on Park Hill Avenue. So you talking about you talking about dudes doing ciphers before record deals even came into play. You know what I'm saying? I would come around Raekwon and they would do their ciphers and Raekwon would literally like threaten to slap me in the face if I didn't rap. You know what I mean? I would want to just listen that time. And Ray would be like, yo, stop acting like a little bitch. And rap. like, that's exactly what he would say out of his mouth. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, niggas like, yo, you got bars, nigga. You need to come out here and, and you need to spit your dart, your darts. You know what I mean? Just was all over the place. He was just jumping. Jumping right in, you know what I'm saying? At any cipher, he would just jump right in. But I was, I was kind of a little more laid back, and they kind of had to force me to get into it and spit my bar. So when I heard them spitting, I was like, yo, every time I heard them spit, I was like, yo, I got to get better. And when I say them, I'm talking about the OGs, Meth, Deck, Ugar, Ray, you know what I'm saying? I, when I heard them spit, I was like, every time I write a rhyme, I got to write a rhyme on that level. It's like anytime, anytime I would spit, they like, yo, work on your breathing or say this this way or maneuver this this. And every time I got better. So I, I owed them that. You know what I mean? I got to pay homage. Like I don't have no choice but to, but to represent my OGs because they, you know what I mean? I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be lyrically gifted, you know what I'm saying? If it wasn't for them, you know what I mean? So, and that's a fact. Um, but as far as my career, like currently, you know, I, I haven't been in music in quite some time. You know what I'm saying? And people been inboxing me and on my Facebook page and on Instagram saying, yo, we need you to make music. We ain't hear from you in a minute, this, that, and the third. Yeah, that's the fans. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? So, yeah, no. Yeah, the fans is the ones that push the artists to put out more material because you build such a fan base. And then no doubt. due to no these doubt. social media avenues, artists of today are able to only not only recreate who they are but create bigger avenues <clears throat> with a bigger fan base it's the fans that make the artists and without the fans the artists wouldn't be who the artist is and that's why you need to build that no fan doubt base. no doubt and i can't yeah and that's why going back to the song you know i made it a point like if you listen to the song it was a diss track but i had more bars that was just straight bars 
and that just so happened to have some, you know, this lines in it in response okay, to Okay, we don't want to lose the people. Mm -hmm. We kind of want to keep the audience up to speed to where we're getting at with this interview. And for the most part, Just has put out a record that's dissing Starchild, a.k.a. Starter Sergeant. And Star has now put out a rebuttal track. Now, the rebuttal track comes from friction that was created over the internet and social media, and they became going back and forth with it. No doubt. So we all were friends in the Silent Soldiers. Ooh. Silent Soldiers consist of me, King Just, and Starter Sergeant. And now Salute. we're here with it as far as, you know, the record that's coming out. This is going to be his rebuttal to King Just's diss record. And we're going to get a chance to hear what Star had to say. Because he's defending himself as not only a fan of the music, but he's an artist. Absolutely. And he has a talent also. So this is the way he's trying to express his talent through putting a record out, which is a rebuttal track, and we're going to hear that. Yo, Adrian, look, I can't even lie. Yo, I look up to you. Psych, psych, I'm lying like shit, boy. I don't fuck with you. Brace yourself while I tear you apart. Much to say in so little time, like where do I start? We can start with the street, let's start with the beef. Nah, let's start with your clothes and start with your teeth. You little musty, dusty, crusty fuck. You've been saying my name too long. What the fuck is up? I'm a oh, you, you're literally talking about maybe like 20 years of history. You know what I'm saying? So I believe like as far as like you know where his feeling came from as far as like dissing me and stuff like that came from i think it was a number of different things one of the one of the first things is that um we were doing a song years ago called 21 guns it was myself it was king just leatherface and somebody else and shouts to leatherface now let's be clear when leatherface gets on the track he kills everybody on the track i'm i'm gonna keep it a hundred Leatherface is an animal. He gonna bite everybody head off. So you gotta go in. So when I heard the song and I heard the verse, I said, "Just you know, I pulled him to the side. We in a Chinese restaurant. I pulled him to the side. I said, my nigga, you know, niggas is on there shooting big cannons on this song, man. You coming in shooting a little twenty-two. I'm saying, so you gotta come in and you gotta step it up, my nigga. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if, if you playing a basketball game, you know, and Steph Curry is gunning three after three after three. You know what I mean? Knocking them down and you come off the bench and you shooting bricks or your game is off. You know what I mean? You gonna you might you you gonna wanna get a little nudge so you can step it up, you know what I mean? Cause we trying to win for the team. I'm not trying to tear you down, I'm not trying to disrespect your talent or undermine your talent, but I'm just saying like we wanna put out the best product and that's what all I was trying to do. And he took it personal. You know what I mean? So, but even before that, you know what I mean? I had left the label and he was upset with me about leaving the label and the way I did it because I didn't really come to him. You know what I'm saying? I told Lover and KC, RIP KC, my OG, you know what I'm saying? He was one of the OGs, you know, around us at the time. So I had expressed to the, the head of the label, which is Lover and RIP KC, that I wasn't dealing with the label no more. You know what I'm saying? So they was upset about that too. Then later on, I would see him in the street, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, to, to keep it 100, like, I, you know, he, he wanted to do music in the back of my mind. I wanted to do music with him, but I just didn't think it was there lyrically. I didn't think, like, his sound was up to date. And he wasn't willing, willing to, like, you know, allow constructive criticism to grow. You know what I'm saying? And over time, you know, people talk, you know, people, you hear rumors and stuff like that. And, um, you know, 
people would come to me and say, yo, I saw a son. He looked crazy. He's, you know, he's not doing too well, this, that, and the third, you know, and I just be, you know, I'm just trying to eat. I'm trying to do me, you know what I'm saying? Like, and so I guess he was hearing little rumors about, you know, you star said this, like when, you know, when I heard the interview, they was like, yo, he was throwing shots and he was, you know, talking about, I was, I was like, yo, y'all niggas don't got no kind of like gay romance music to play in the background and nothing like that. This sound like some real sucker. This ain't no grown man. Grown men don't talk like that, my nigga. Grown men don't say, yo, he was talking about me. He was throwing shots. Like it sounds childish, my nigga. Pick the phone up. If you got a problem with me, hit my jack or I'll pull up. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you ask me a question and be like, yo, did you say such and such? I'm like, yo, let's meet up. If I, if I Did I say you was dirty? Yeah, you look dirty. I say your teeth was brown? Yeah, your teeth was brown, bro. You know what I mean? Like, I don't got no problem. Like, anybody that know me, I, yeah, but at, I speak um, my mind. At one point, you know, you got to respect. You was all under the same umbrella. And it was, it was King Just that brought us up under that umbrella. Well, yeah, yeah. So let's be clear. So... He so this is the thing, right? If you if you on the street and you get in a fight, right? And niggas jump you, niggas is three, four, five deep. You come to your man like, yo, these niggas just jump me, my nigga. We need to go back and we need to we need to go lay hands on these niggas. You're not gonna go get the nigga that's going to try to uh conversate and make peace. You wanna go get the nigga that's gonna beat niggas heads in. So when he got his record deal, he came to get me. I'm talking about music, so we coming to beat niggas' heads in. When Lover stepped to him, you know what I'm saying? He said, yo, let me go get my man Star, and it started from there. So let me let me be clear, you know what I'm saying? Like, just absolutely positively spearheaded this movement. We got on because of Just. I don't have no problem saying that. I never denied it. I never lied about it. I never neglected it. So do you get that respect? Absolutely you get that respect. Absolutely. I mean, there's no denying that. That's I'm a grown man. You say fuck just, and then you say yeah. fuck Summer yeah. Jam? I mean, come on, bro. Summer Jam? That was his No, hold on. Hold on, though. Hold on, though. All right, let's think hold about on. Yeah, it. We're going to get to all of that, bro. We're going to get to all of that. So, oh, no doubt. This is the thing, my nigga. This is the thing. So, when you say Summer Jam is absolutely positively um, history. That's without a doubt. You know what I'm saying? But you got to dig deeper than that, my nigga. What I, would you rather do a summer jam show or would you rather collect your checks and move your family out the hood? Let's be real here. Let's be real. I don't care about history. You talking about a man that got checks from publishing checks from labels that you denied to give to the CEO of the company that already got $200,000 under their mattress? And you talking to me about some, some music and all of this? Uh, let's be real, bro. We from the hood. We came from nothing. And you talking about... Yeah, you played a part in that. Come on. Listen, man. Learn to... This is my thing. Again, I I appreciate... And I'm going to keep it 1,000. I appreciate what he did as far as like coming to get us, putting us on, putting us in the studio. I appreciate that. But when you say you, 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 put, you gave us an opportunity to eat, to eat what? To eat what? You said... I said, stop saying how you put niggas on, you mutt, because we all broke. So you put niggas on to what? What we got to show. Matter of fact, what you got to show? Fuck me. Fuck the niggas you put on. Fuck everything. What you got to show for your work today, bruh? That's what this is about. I ain't going to take nothing from the dude. The dude is a hard worker. He did songs with, uh, with Biggie. He did songs with... 
Come on now. He has yeah. some neighborhood hits I, now. He had the joints like Bone and Linda, Hellraiser. I ain't taking I ain't taking nothing from him. I never denied that. His problem is he did not learn the business. I'm not taking I'm not taking nothing away from his his lyrical ability or his ability to work because he's a workhorse. Let's be real. But on the out the, at the end of the day, you gotta handle your business. You gotta handle your business. I'm not to any a uh, hundred niggas could rap. Leatherface could rap, baby Paul could rap. It's a lot of dudes that could rap, but at the end of the day, you gotta handle your business. You understand? So in comparison, you know, in the video that he did, he said, you know, name the last song that uh, that Star did that you know about. And it's gonna be crickets because I didn't pursue music. I chose not to pursue music because I seen look, Devon offered me thirty thousand dollars for a contract. I said, look, I ain't no rocket scientist or nothing. I ain't no mathematician, but I work at Easy Pass right now. I make thirty-six thousand with benefits, so that don't really add up. You offer me thirty thousand, I already make thirty-six, and I'm twenty-three or whatever years old. That don't add up. And I had, you know what I mean? So, and so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the bread. I'm gonna go with the short thing because I can't afford to live with my baby moms or whatever to be in the studio and have her pay all my bills. And I'm not saying that's what he's doing or anybody else is doing. I'm saying as a man, I have a child and I gotta provide for my family. You understand? I chose not to do music. I didn't make music and fall off the earth. I chose to take the working route and get my money. That's why when you see me coming through. I seen anytime you see me, I'm driving through. I'm not cabbing through. I'm not busting through. When you see me, I'm going to my crib. I'm buying. I'm trying to buy property. I'm trying to own my own stuff. You understand? So I'm making moves, bro. You you talking about your career and what you've done? Okay, you can. And then he mentioned how yo. I, I got a I got an offer from Jermaine Dupree for two hundred and fifty thousand. But Bill Gates could say, "Yo, such and such, mother Blueprint Inc. offered me five hundred million dollars to be uh, CEO of their company, but I turned it down." Now it'll make sense to Bill Gates today because he's a billionaire. But you can't say how you turned down two hundred and fifty thousand if you barely making fifty thousand today. It doesn't add up, my nigga. And you talking about a nigga that just got two you you. Two too arrogant with it, my nigga. Okay, you turn that down, but where's your two hundred fifty thousand dollars at right now? Like Master P said, he, he his initial deal, he turned down a million dollars. Jermaine Dupri turned down money. Wu Tang Clan turned down money, but they all got money today. You can't talk about how you turned such and such money down if you're not getting that bread today, bro. You can't do it. You know what I'm saying? So going back, going back to my career or whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? I, I chose not to do music. You know what I mean? This wasn't about me doing music and falling off or whatever the case may be. I chose to get a job and stuff like that. I still done tracks here and there, but I didn't pursue it fully because I chose not to. You understand? What I did do, however, while I was kind of had my foot in the door, I did a song with Method Man. It's called Elements on Takao 2 Judgment Day, which sold, which sold 1.65 million copies. Oh, yes. Judgment 2000. I remember that album because Meth left that album at 100 Victory, the Midtown Barracks. He left it, I put it in my safe, held it for him, and when he came back, I gave it to him, and he thought that album was finished, and I was like, nah, I'll yeah. hold you down. 
So he was like, thanks, dog. And he, you know, I was like, yo, so you going to give me some money for it? He was like, hell no. He said, you could have bootlegged it. You could have made millions off that album. So if it wasn't for me, wow, y'all wouldn't have never had that album out. Shout out to my man, John, John, John Blazino, John, John Method Man, you know. Yeah, my, that's my guy, and, I'm, and I appreciate appreciate that album too because I got that story to be able to tell. And you was a part of it, one point five million Shaolin stand all, up all day. But let's go back because I don't think Ron Rebel heard me, aka Luck the Barber heard me. So I was saying how, you know, again, I pay homage to King Just for bringing me in. You know, what I'm saying I, I I salute him for bringing me in. I appreciate him bringing me in. But Just problem is that Just should have learned the business. So he could be successful, let, a, let alone for everybody else that he brought in. I wanted him to win. And the problem is sometimes you want people to win more than they want themselves to win. You understand? And for me, that was a big problem. And then going back, like you said, he definitely brought everybody in. It was under the King Just umbrella. He's a hard worker. I want to be clear and I want to be 100 percent honest. I'm not going to take nothing no, I'm not going to take nothing from that man. That man worked hard. Everything he did, he earned it. His problem is he did not learn the business, and that's why he was not successful. That's why he wasn't successful. And going back to you know him talking about my career and stuff like that, if you if you talking about Hood Classics, I got songs we did in 19, 1991 that st- people still repeat my verse till this day if the song is called shallon zoo you understand people still are online facebook today reciting those verses so i've got hood classics but like i said i didn't put out music because i chose not to do music because i wanted to provide for my family and 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 get and go for the short thing which is a job you understand and then like I said, like I was just telling Shorty, while I while I would have my foot in the door, still doing music and stuff like that, I did the song called Elements on Method Man's album to Cal 2000 that sold 1.65 million copies. Right. So if you want to talk about career, my career didn't go far, but 1.5 million people heard my verse on Elements. You understand? So if that's all I got, I'm good with a million five people hearing me. 1.6 million people hearing me. I'm good with that. Do you understand? But at the end of the day, you know, lyrically, I'm not a bum. You can't throw my name under the bus and you know I so jab back. So what do you back. do if he does another record and answer back? I'm I'm a I'm a post it and keep it moving. <laughs> I like that one. I'm not a hater. Can yo, can yeah, yo, can you go hater. to his page? Yo, can you go to his page and see if he posted my song? I doubt you're going to see it. He said he's not going to post it cuz he doesn't think that it's hot. Wait, but hold on, hold on, Luck. You just told me to not be a hater and post a song. So I hope you Absolutely. gave him that same speech. You know, hey, you know how I get down. I ain't even going to water it down. And Shorty could Come vouch on, for son. it too. Yes. I told him to put that song on his page and post it because that's what you did. Yep. And and that that in, his, that in itself says a lot. You know what I mean? When we... He says he doesn't be on social media. He said he really doesn't spend time on social media. He says he says that he claims he pays someone to control his page, and they're the ones that does all the posting and everything for him on his social media. Because he says he doesn't be. On I would it. say the same thing. I would say the same thing. <laughs> yeah, Come on, man. Yeah, that was a good hey, one. man, it's possible he could text somebody right. and tell right, him to post. Right, right, right. You could. You couldn't email the link. You couldn't. Le- you couldn't email the link on your Metro PCS phone. <laughs> you could. 
You couldn't send it to join on your Metro PCS? Come on, man. Yo, Just, man, Just, when you see this, man, get a hot washcloth, man. Wash your face, man. And get that teeth whitening, man. I'm rooting for you, bruh. I'm rooting for you, man. I really am, man. But you got to stop the funny shit. You got to learn the business. And you got to get to your bread, man. You're the bad guy. Well, tell us how this is going because you got Fess Taylor coming at you and you got Just coming at you. You got both of them well, coming at you from Fe different angles. So what's the well, Fess Taylor about? I love about? being a bad guy. I love being a bad guy. I love being an underdog. Let me tell you, you talking about a dude that grew up in the hood, that didn't sell drugs, that didn't smoke, that didn't drink. I'm I'm, I'm the underdog every all day long, baby. I'm a unique guy. So when I come through, it makes people feel uncomfortable. I, I've seen this with my own eyes, this guy. Yeah. I've never seen him drink or smoke, yeah. and he's all bars. Yeah, when I come bars. through, it's like it makes people feel uncomfortable. Like I remember drug dealers like, yo, why this nigga got 17s on the little Ultima and I got a... Uh, 85 Honda Civic, like you're not doing something right. You know what I mean? You hustling backwards, like you know what I'm saying. So I make I make people feel uncomfortable when I come through, just from being me. And I'm not compromising who I am to make you feel any kind of way. Either you're gonna accept me or you not. I be I've been called every name under the book, lame, corny, calm, ball, broke, whatever you. And I've been dealing with. I wear glasses, my nigga. Niggas in the hood don't wear glasses because it's not cool. I talk, look, I told you give me a couple dollars, I tore some papers on some, on some laws. <laughs> I ain't mad. I ain't mad. Yeah, you gotta sit down and stay humble. Shots fired. You know what I mean? But um, you know, like, yeah, but like I said, man, you know, all jokes aside, I I really want just to win, man. But you know, he he really gotta he really gotta kill his ego, you know what I'm saying? And I salute him for everything he's did. I appreciate everything he's did. Just of you listening, I appreciate you. I, I I respect you. I salute your music and you grind hard. You know what I'm saying? But you gotta learn the business and you gotta learn to take constructive criticism and you gotta learn to capitalize off of your fan base. And as I'm reading the comments, and a lot of people were saying, let's be clear, people was hearing both songs and a lot of people on all these blogs was like your song star song was better you know what i'm saying it wasn't a lopsided thing it wasn't a hundred people saying they like me and two liking you or vice versa and that's what it is i mean you gotta think when it comes to hip-hop fans they're gonna gravitate to what they like and they entitled right, to their opinions you got fans that are gonna say no doubt. this about no this doubt. track this about that bar and they're gonna have their opinions and that's what fans do yeah. fans give their input right Right. on the music and that's the way it is and now today with these rappers you know there's no more yeah. originality yeah. in it the originality is gone it's like before you had the native tongues you had nwa you got wu-tang clan you got all of these guys that are like somewhat making a fruit salad out of music but today's music there's no originality it's almost like right. they're only dealing with what's hot and what's hot means that you shouldn't have to mirror image what's hot you should still bring your originality to the table and that's what hip-hop always was right it was about originality and trying to bring what you have to the table and show right. the people and the fans coming from 
around your way. You're introducing the sound of what you grew up with and what you produce no and what you want the people to know who you are. And this is what makes you such an original no artist based on the material that you conjure up and give to the people. That's what makes your fans love oh, you. Oh, what's your opinion? No doubt. Yeah, I got a question for you. I wanted to ask you this. What was your favorite verse on his track against you? And what was your favorite verse on your track against him? Um, well, I mean, my I just did I did two verses. His was like one long verse, but um, I thought I thought this. I honestly, lyrically, the dude can't. He lyrically, he's not even close. B. I don't think lyrically, he's not even close. He had he had some clever um he had some clever stuff in West Philadelphia born and raised that was funny I was laughing mad funny I was laughing me too you know what I'm saying I was I was laughing but it's like come on like that shit was real. I mean like look man pl play the song play the song for Jadakiss play the song for Method Man play the song for for people that really got bars you understand and I guarantee you they're gonna be like yo that boy star come on man. You know what I'm saying? They gonna be like lyrically that boy got it. Just got the fire. Don't get me wrong. It's like just to me, people used to say, you know, me and Just is like Buster Rhymes and Nas. They're both good in their own way, but we all know Nas is a far better lyricist than Buster Rhymes. But Buster Rhymes gonna perform and he gonna tear the house down. So that's where you know what I'm saying. That's 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 where Buster Rhymes win wins there. So everybody got their favorite, but on this lyric side, come on, son, y'all bugging. If y'all think he could mess with me lyrically, you bugging. Flat out. I'm not saying his song's whack, but... Is it too early to say that we can get a Star Child the Sergeant in a King Just song? I mean, I, I knew that I knew that question was going to come because it was coming on social media. And so, I don't... I'm not opposed to it, but Just has to update his style, my nigga. I got to keep it 100. <laughs> he doesn't sound current. He doesn't... Yo. You, you sound like Nas when Nas told yo, Nori love, and love. them... Yo, they got to step their bars look, up, look, man. Look. That's how you doing it? <laughs> look, go back to the... go, Not me. Go back to the post. I think it's on either Fest Taylor's page or Cheddar Banks page. If you go to the post, you will see that people, not me, but people are saying just sounds dated. That's what people are saying. And when I go to that... And when I go to their page, they're 18. What does that tell you? That your fan base is 35 and 40 years old. People that's 18 and 19 ain't checking for you, bro. And those are the ones that buy records. So if you if you if you offended by what I'm saying, then you losing because you're not gaining anything by being offended. Go make the proper changes to sell the records that you need to sell. If you're not willing to take constructive criticism, you're not going to win. So every time somebody says, if somebody say you whack, take a minute, step back and be offended because you have that right to be offended that somebody said you whack. But then take a second and say, well, what makes them think I'm, that I'm whack? Maybe I should change this. Maybe I should alter this and, and, and improve. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying he's trash. I'm just saying he needs to be more modernized with his style and with his rhymes. That's all I'm saying. But that's like a lot of old school rappers today. They try to curtail their style to what is the style now. They try to modernize their uh, records and their raps. 
And you know, it doesn't even work sometimes, not necessarily. Yeah. And yo, and not for nothing, man. Like, you know, I just want to be clear. Like, I, I be throwing shots at Justice. I be jabbing him, you know what I mean? And stuff like that. But me, Justice, at the end of the day, Justice is my brother. Me and Just got history. You know what I'm saying? You talking about a dude that we used to wrestle in his mom's living room. She used to yell at us for fighting in the living room. We used to write rhymes together. So we got history. You know what I'm saying? So I want, I want son to win, even if it ain't mutual. You know what I mean? But when you when you um when you've been around somebody like my brother Big Hot, you know what I'm saying? I've been in his crib, ate his mom's callaloo and mac and cheese, you know what I mean? We family, you know what I'm saying? Like that's my brother. I can't do nothing without mentioning him. Mm, yeah, I had some mac and cheese and callaloo, man, you know what I mean? So That's like the same thing being said about Jay eating his mom's oxtails, word. <laughs> no doubt. So this is just a battle between two artists, something healthy. It ain't nothing that serious, is it? It ain't like it's going to go up further from this. It's yeah. Just, it's just all hip-hop. Yeah, that's, that's all it is. I, I would never... Right. I, yeah, I would never want to hurt son. I'm definitely not going to let nobody hurt me under no circumstances. You know what I'm saying? I don't have a problem keeping it on wax, but I'm not going back and forth with son forever. Like, you can't say my name and and, and just think I'm a punching bag and you ain't going to get no response because, one, I'm an MC, and more important than that, I'm a man. So you just can't throw me under the bus. And on top of that, you know, in the song, and I just want to address this, too, so we super clear. This dude called me disloyal. You know what I'm saying? So as I'm listening to the song, I'm thinking it's entertainment. You know what I'm saying? You know, he's saying West Philadelphia, born and raised and all of this stuff. And he's throwing his shots and I'm taking it and I'm listening. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, you know, the dude says to me, I was disloyal. And and it's like, do you really, really know where he's coming from yeah. in that situation? Or it's just you, you, you don't understand? Yeah, well, yeah, let, let's dive into that. So. When you did a show, who was front and center? Me. If they had two microphones, who had a microphone? Me. When you said dudes was biting your rhymes at the wave, who addressed it on stage? Me. When dudes was outside with guns in my face, six deep, and it was just me and one other dude from the six, who was who was holding it down? Me. But, but just did a diss track and he kind of finished hold that on, guy. Rap. Come Don't on, think stop he it, did. Stop That's it, what stop he does. He puts nah. out rap music and he finishes nah. rappers. Yes, but sir. Listen, he like that I guy. said, like I, like I said, man. When you, when you saying, when you saying somebody bites your music, I addressed it on stage. When dudes approached me, I held my square down and I said what I said. When dudes was knocking on my door, when I was bumping into niggas in the hood and guns was involved and all of that, it got real. I'm saying shouts to R.I.P. and my brother OG KC. When I hollered at KC and told him the niggas that ran down on me in front of the wave was in front of 240, he we went to address that. So there's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes that you say, you know, that you don't probably don't even know happened that went down, that I held down for my squad. So if, if I'm if I'm really willing to approach a known goon that somebody would have easily tore my head off over the squad, how is that disloyal? You understand? You should have had more loyalty to your mom and to your kids as opposed to loyalty to a record label, bro. You understand? At the end of the day, I got to feed my kids and they come before any of this and all of this. And my mom's on top of that. Come on. Anybody that say they put they squad or they team before they moms or for their family or for their seeds. I can't fuck with you, nigga. You willing to feed your man before you feed your own kids? You bugging. 
You bugging. <laughs> Men don't do that. Not me. You bugging. You know what I'm saying? So like I said, when Chris Santiago comes in the office and says, yo, I got your publishing check and you go and say, yo, let's go give it to Lover. So he got $200,000 under his bed, but now he's going to have $205,000 under his bed. You know what I'm saying? It don't add up. It don't add up, bro. So you can't ever question my loyalty because when it came to the music and the bars, I was holding it down. When it came to addressing MCs, the was biting your music i held it down and i held it down every way every way that you can imagine so you can't ever call me disloyal i always rep my squad to the death i always rep my team you can't ever say i shitted on niggas or disrespect the niggas or violated the name i went at you later on because you was just doing a lot of sucker shit that i didn't respect you know what i'm saying like i said even to this day you not humble you do a video, you don't give no shout outs, you don't pay no homage to the people that put you in a position like I just did with Method Man and Ugar and Raekwon and Deck. I did. I seen all your interviews. You ain't never pay homage to none of them. You ain't never shout out none of your OGs that fed you when you ain't have nothing. I'll never see you do that. And that says a lot about a person that he got to make everything that he does about him. Right. That's a, You got to pay attention to that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's why at the open of this video... Uh, of this message, I said shouts to my brother RZ because I wouldn't rap if it wasn't for RZ. Salute to RZ B. His influence is out the gate. You got to ask him for him to say that because if it was up to him, he would talk about himself the whole time. I did this songs with SWV and I did songs with Escape. Right or wrong? Right or wrong? Well, that's what rappers do. They speak on their accolades right and their wrong, accomplishments. Though. I right mean, right wrong. is right and wrong is wrong. But at the end of the day, that's what artists do. They speak on their accomplishments and things that they've done as far as when it comes to music. That's what they do. And, you know, artists today, they're like, you know, they have to promote themselves. So this is what artists do, man. They 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 really appreciate what they bring to the game. And 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 no artist is ever gonna say that another artist is better than them. And that's the way it goes in today's hip hop battlefield. So we're gonna close out this episode of Shop Topics Podcast with my guy, Starter Sergeant. AKA Star Child. You know, we had a great time with you, my brother. And people that's listening, check the song out Revenge of the Nerds. It's called Memorial Day Massacre. If there's anything else you want to leave the people with, Star, let them know. Hey, yo, real quick, man. King Just, man. Salute, salute to you, man. I, I, I really, I wish you the best. I want you to win, man. All jokes aside, I want you to win. I want you to be successful. Take your constructive criticism. You know what I'm saying? Get out your feelings and deal with the facts, man. You know what I'm saying? And you're going to win, and I want you to win. Okay, that's what's up on this Shop Topics podcast. You already know what you heard it first. Let me explain. Let me explain something. Oh, 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 oh,